What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, anime, action figures, comic books, cartoons, and more. I'm Lauren St. Victor. We got Jack Walker, Pearson, Richard Wilson, Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, what's going on? How was your week? What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you playing? So I found myself going down another rabbit hole this week. Mm-hmm. Instead of Nerf this week, it was G.I. Joe. So my son was like, I need a submarine for my, for my, I take a bath. <laughs> and I was like, let me find a G.I. Joe submarine. And then that led me to believe, oh shoot, I had this toy, I had that toy. So I spent too much time and too much money on eBay <laughs> buying, oh. <laughs> buying vintage G.I. Joes because the, the retro collection, I have all the retro collection already. So you have the whole retro collection? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was, there was only, there was only like, uh, it was, there wasn't that many figures released. Maybe. Oh eight figures that were released 10 figures tops oh okay so i have i have just about all of them so get it man yeah that, that, that was me no, nice. you gotta you gotta play catch up with my brother who owns all of the gi joe's everything accessories hey, i'll you, you know put what? that I, stuff where do you put I, it's, it's, he's got them all in like you know how i got graded comics he's got graded joe's i'm Let gonna ask you a question does he yeah. have the, the the straight arm snake eyes which is like the most everything damn Everything he's got, all of them. He's been he spent the last decade just collecting them. I'm gonna get him to send us some pictures so we can post. Lawrence has been a GI Joe hater since '86. I know, <laughs> for real. But the crazy thing is, I had the submarine. Yes. I had the boat. I had like a hundred GI Joe figures because my next door neighbor was done with them, and he just gave me a box. And I'm like, I don't care for the cartoon, but I can play with these toys. I can. I, they can get killed in my game. Look. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The figures were ahead of their time because they give us articulation that no other toys are giving us that kind of articulation. So much articulation, you can't really stand them if you play with them a lot. Dude, <laughs> even stuff that came out after the G.I. Joe lines didn't have the articulation. Like, no, I, they did it. They're, they're terrible. They're terrible. Like my my 90s and early 2000s Supermans just move at the shoulders and the hips. That is know? true, but you can stand them. Let me show you guys, them. So, me show you you guys can, something real quick. You can stand quick. a G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe's came with stands. Yeah, let me show you something real quick before. So you see these? These are number nine O-rings. Yeah, the O-rings, man. This is specifically for repairing broken G.I. Joe. There you go. Yeah. I just used my mom's rubber band. For it those of like you who don't floppy. know. That's why your G.I. Joe's are mad loose. <laughs> it's mad loose. That's why mine didn't stay. Maybe that's the reason. <laughs> for those of you who don't know what an O-ring is. <laughs> it's a little, little, little rubber rubber circle. That's it. And that's what, that's what connected the G.I. Joe upper body into the hips so let the to give them the motion to bend over lean do all sorts of crazy moves that uh were un, unheard of in the 80s and 90s by other yeah. toys yes it's yes. still kind of underappreciated now it, is. it yeah. is um i've actually i've had a pretty eventful week as far as what content and what i've been doing did you play first off, wait did you play a video game first off what i'd like to do is publicly on a public forum for all you listeners out there, I'd like to thank Richard Wilson for suggesting I hook up my PlayStation controller to my iPad. Because what I've been doing is gaming Mega Man like it should be gamed. I cannot tell you how much fun I've had. Now, I've only had a couple hours out of the week that I've been able to do it, but it's been the right couple of hours playing this game. Um, and this game is sick. It's Mega Man X. Do you like that? And it lets, there's like 40 different characters you can unlock, changing the guns out, adding the armor. It is so ridiculously customizable and upgradable. Uh, I'm thrilled. So I was depressed that it wasn't for the PlayStation. Rich said, hey, fool, hook up your controller. It worked. 
the game is great. <laughs> so thank you for that, Rich. Um, I saw Fantastic Beasts. What do you say? Trying to keep you in touch with technology, sir. I mean, oh. that's, that's, that's what's up. Us old timers sometimes lose track of that. So I watched Fantastic Beasts. Um, and my friend who I watched it with said, uh, Fantastic Beasts is better than uh, the Batman. What okay. is your friend smoking? And were you smoking some of it with him? <laughs> here's okay. where, and and here's, where, here's what I'll give him. It might have been a more enjoyable film. It was as good, if not better, than the first one. And the first one was pretty good. Um, and it was. From start to finish, Fantastic Beast 2, the uh, secret of Dumbledore was great, man. The acting was great. Storytelling was fun. How many Harry Potter movies has there been? A lot. Ten? So basically, he said a sequel of a movie in a universe with 10 movies was more enjoyable than a movie starting a whole franchise from square one. He might have went in with a whole lot of love because he's been he's like 12 movies in. Uh, <laughs> All I'm saying is Fantastic Beast was pretty fantastic. Part two is pretty fantastic. So if anyone's on the fence, whether or not it's worth the sh- uh, the watch, if you're feeling comfortable going in the movie theaters at this point, you got the disposable cash, I, I recommend it. And the last thing I want to show you guys is my little sister sent me this coffee mug. And I know she's listening to this podcast because she's one of our regulars. No. Out of nowhere, she sent me this coffee mug. Amazing. Just this sick-ass Superman coffee mug. So, sis, I drink coffee at the top of all our podcasts, so I keep my energy up. And I'm drinking it out of this cup. <laughs> well done. Well done. Rich, man, what's up with you? Uh, nothing. Just uh, my usual stuff. Watching Top Boy, Jesus Amaro, and Arifuruto. Definitely going to mess that up. Got back into that. I was kind of behind a few episodes. And uh, that's it. Nice. Okay. Okay. Uh, I didn't um, consume too much content this week. I watched a little bit of Ultraman Season 2, which is, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't hit as much as I wanted to, but it's still gives me that superhero anime, you know, thing that I enjoy about it. Um, watch a little bit of a uh, moon night. I'm not fully caught up, but I watched episode four. It's good. I, I don't know where we're going. <laughs> I just don't know where we're going. Um, but so far, so good. I think episode four is where it kind of slows down the most, but that's all right. Uh, but I did spend way too much money this week. I'm like, <laughs> way too go. much. There money. you go. So first up, I had to go and cop my Spider-Man No Way Home on Blu-ray. This is my first step in a 10-step plan to get my wife to watch this movie. (laughs) What's step number two? Getting her to watch the ones before, probably. I can't can't say it on the podcast. No, Jack, that's out. I'm not getting her to watch any of the Marvel Spider-Man movies. I'll have to recap it as I'm talking. No. Yeah, she... Wait, you telling me she ain't watched any of the Spider-Man movies? The the Sam Raimi and and Andrew Garfield ones. And and let me clarify, you're still married? First of all, let's not talk like the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies is like worth breaking up for. And and y'all had a kid (laughs) together? Wait, you tell us... Destroy your happy marriage, Lauren. The Tom Holland (laughs) Spider-Man movies are not... They're not great movies. They're not great Spider-Man movies. So, but this one is. So she's. That's why I got this, Jack. Oh, you're gonna okay. see it, but but I can't count on her watching the other ones. Actually, I'd love to hear what she has to say about it after watching it. Me too. I love to watch it with her. That's why it's the first step. In <laughs> I my love it when plan. non-fans watch content and then talk about the content. They kind of put things in perspective for us people who uh, always wear the rose glasses. That's it. That's when my cool. sister said the Batman's better than the Dark Knight, I was like, whoa. That's and, that's and my statement. friend just said Harry Potter is better than Batman. Not even Harry Potter. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Harry not Potter even prequel. Harry Potter. 
<laughs> Not even Harry Potter. The one without Harry Potter. Exactly. Um, speaking of the Batman, I picked this up. The Whoa. art of the Batman. Ooh. And it pretty much has like concept art. And um, uh, we talk about the design of the suit and the actor's process and the look of Gotham. Um, like, you know, the Riddler's layout and stuff. So I'm really excited to open it. It's been a while since I've got like a companion thing like that. So that got done. Uh, but... This is the big purchase this week. So I went to the mall and I stood in line for two hours and I picked me up. Bam. Good for you. Congratulations. PlayStation 5. What did it run you? (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. Relax, Jack. I got the bundle. I got the bundle. Uh, The bundle came with the headphones, came with... um, Gran Turismo and Horizon. Yeah. And uh, so that'll run you about around 800 something all together. Is that, is that the only are... options you had for the bundle? Yeah. For the games? By the oh. time I, uh, there was only, um, they only had 13 in the store that I went to and I was number 11. So by the time I got in there, this was the only bundle that was left. So it's one of those things. Recoup some of your money, sell the, sell the games if you can. Are the games trash, Rich? Is that what you're telling me? Gran Turismo. Are you, are you a racing guy? Like I don't, I never, I don't I'm not, I'm not, but you know what? I'm going to okay. keep it because Shay, my wife, says she'll play video games with me. But she's tired of these long narrative movie games. She's like, can I just play a game where we're like racing or Mario Kart or something? So I feel like this would be a game I can play with. No. Commitment issues. <laughs> no. She's like, no. 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 Real fun. That's that's more realistic. Like you want, if you want a Mario Kart, that's not it. That's not it. It's not it. No. All right, maybe, uh, maybe, hey, maybe, uh, you know what? I think about this, but for those listening, this is our 48th episode. Our next episode is our 49th episode. And we're celebrating our 50th anniversary on our 49th episode because Doctor Strange is coming out and we're doing that on our 50th episode. And I was thinking about on our 49th episode, we do some giveaways for our anniversary and maybe maybe these games can be part of the giveaway. Ooh, wow. I'll talk to the brothers. I'll talk to the brothers about it. We will have a couple giveaways. To help you out, Cart Rider Drift is free to play on ps4 ps5 that looks like a mario style cart cart rider drift so that okay that's up that's because she's like i don't want to play red dead redemption i want to like farm and like (laughs) and like hunt and like because you know there's a lot that happens between like gunfights in the campaign she wants like minecraft no she doesn't want that she wants to like she wants single serving engagements she wants like going to the arcade single serving Uh, engagements there you go she wants I'm, a Mega Man. Easier I, to sit. I'm play. like, I want an intense narrative about <laughs> in a character-driven story. She's like, I'll just it's watch the movie. It's tough to get that side-by-side anymore. It, all the couch games. Hey, you know what's a, a good game for a relationship? Uh, Kingdom Hearts. Oh. Kingdom Hearts are normally a pretty good relationship game. That's only so much I'm going to invest in my wife and I's gaming. But Rich, if Rich said that's free to play. <laughs> so we're going to do that. <laughs> Yo, Chris, I got a question for you, man. Hmm, what's that, Lawrence? What is the name of Doctor Strange's cousin who can't do magic? Uh, you froze. Hit, hit me one more time, bro. What's the name of Doctor Strange's cousin who can't do magic? Uh, you froze that time for me. Could you ask it one more time? See, I was going to cut out the first part. So this isn't last forever, Jack. Aren't you ADing this? <laughs> oh my God. He doesn't do the first cut of these edits. That's why I did that. Um, what is the name? What is the name of Doctor Strange's first cousin who can't do magic? 
Wait, wait, wait. Doctor Strange has a cousin who can't do magic? What yep. is the name of Doctor Strange's cousin who can't do magic? Doctor Normal. <laughs> okay. I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. This is like, what else would he do? <laughs> Point on that one. I like that one. Rich, do, we, do you approve? I mean, you, Rich, you got to give him, it was way better than last week's. The best part of the joke is when Jack made you repeat yourself again. Yeah, and I didn't need to either because he didn't freeze. <laughs> and I'm so still cutting all of this out. Jack, you ain't getting this podcast so Thursday. Y'all giving me way too much work to do. I should just leave it all in. I will. There you go. <laughs> there we go. All of this. Uh, okay, so let's go down the street, make a left of the corner, right at the stop sign, and we'll be at the collector's corner. It's here at the collector's corner, we take something out of our bookshelf, something out of our toy case, something off our video game shelf, and we present it to the world. It can be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. Gentlemen, what do you got? All right, I'm showing three things today, so I'll be brief. I'll show the first two together. You know how we talk about unicorn comics every now and again? Like, nope. like every comic know. you own? Really? Yeah, like I wish. <laughs> For those of us who just don't have an extra few million sitting around, what we have to get is familiar for you know the the reprint editions of stuff. So no oh no true comic book collection will be complete without your Action Comics number one and your Detective Comics number twenty seven. Superman's first appearance, Batman's first appearance. So I've had these in my collection for forever. These are the Loot Crate editions. And I'll tell you what's funny about these. Even though they're reprints, this guy's still worth a couple hundred dollars. Really? This guy's still worth a couple hundred dollars. Ew. Yeah, because they don't do reprints all the time. And when they do reprints, they don't always reprint them exactly like the covers. So this is an exact reprint. This is an exact reprint with no extra information added. Um, so they're kind of cool in the collection. They're definitely not the originals, but these guys graded with good grades are stupid how expensive they actually are. And you just lucked out with them in like a loot crate? They just so happen to be in a, a crate of... The, the Batman one I got in a loot crate and the Superman one I purchased okay. because <clears throat> I'm Superman head. and But I got it so long ago it wasn't even remotely close to what it was is worth the other thing i'm showing you off is my neighbor is a big star wars fan and he's seven this is the guy who i have nerf wars with across the balconies from time to time my buddy sam and he created a toy line off of boba fett because he saw that boba fett's mask looked like a pair of panties over someone's face so he called him <laughs> panty man and here's an image of panty man right right and so then the his toy he sold was so successful, he immediately fast-tracked a second toy. This one's called Buttface Man, and it's also a Star wow. Wars character. You might recognize him a little bit. And he thought, this guy looked like he got a butt face for a face. He does look like he's a butt face. And so this is a sealed, signed, authentic action figure that my seven-year-old neighbor made and sold. <laughs> I got this one. Butt face man. I missed the panty face man. It just sold so quickly. Parents, they, they, they put money out to make those toys for him. Like, yeah, and he sold them each for like fifty bucks. And the card is on. It's on. It's on a card back. It's on like. It's it's in a thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's now part of my collection. That's in a bag, sealed, and will stay there indefinitely. Of butt Better face, become man. something, kid. There you go. Oh, it sounds like he's on his way. Man, that's yeah. baby baby McFarlane right there. There you go. Better be careful. 
man. I'll go next. Um, years ago, when we were kids, McDonald's did this thing where they had Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, uh, Tasmanian Devil, yes. and, and I forgot the girl pig's name, but they made them superheroes. And I like went to McDonald's like every week because I wanted to collect them all. And I still have in my toy case my super bugs yes. from the toy line. Is that the one where his, his it comes off the two pieces? That's yeah. what I loved about this was you can actually play yes. have and have a secret identity. And then when it's time to suit up, you clip the co- like they didn't even actually make the act superhero toys like this where you can have them go in and out of costume. This is dope. I had um I had them all. I can't find them right now, but uh this is dope. This is still in the collection. So Super bug nice dude rich what you got um i was gonna do this one but i was like no let me we were talking about strategy guys last uh episode Mm -hmm. and i was like let me pull out my strategy guys i was trying to find my final fantasy online one because they'll just show you like how detailed of every like inserts that i had for missions and whatnot but i do have dark souls the collector edition yes um yeah i've got my those are my my names and whatnot. It's all my handwritten stuff. And that's not important. But yeah, I got my little my little tabs and inserts. I got the the levels, the level playouts and whatnot, and where to get what and what enemies going to be where. And then I also have my Skyrim one. Everybody Yo, and the big message went down. Everyone knows Skyrim, and let me take these things. These, these, are, these are thick boys. These are thick boys here. And it's that just, looks like a workbook, dude. Like you yeah. really like. It is. You gotta invest. You wanna. You wanna level up. You gotta invest in the. Time. Yeah, it gives you every quest, every person you need to talk to to get whatever weapon. Uh, it breaks down the enemies. It gets the uh, the beat beast beast out beast beastography. Yeah, if I'm, I'm saying that right. But yeah, you got you got the maps of each level, the maps of like the the, the surrounding areas, and my, it's it's uh it's dope stuff. And I got my little my little placeholders for where I was playing. Yeah, man. This is how this is how we used to play back in the day, man. Dang. Skyrim was such it. a good game. I like that. My pro- my problem with Skyrim was, and this is where I really learned this word: overcumbered. Yeah. Oh yeah. my! Always God. overcumbered. You, it's just always. I it got so bad for me, Rich. I literally couldn't play the game when I and I was so far in the game. But every time I'd open the file, it would crash. It would lag and then crash because I was so overcumbered that I just had to erase the whole game. And then it was so daunting to start over for me. I couldn't. I couldn't emotionally just start over after losing everything. You could emotionally, you could handle that. <laughs> I can do it. My problem, my problem was I had stash houses all over the place and I forgot where I put. <laughs> I remember where they were? Oh yeah. shoot! Well, yeah. Good Skyrim. stuff, dude. Dude. Well, you couldn't. You couldn't mark it manually. Like you have a map. You actually have a paper map. Oh yeah, I could have. I could have done that. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> a lot more work. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like work. that's what you do. It. You know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Chris, what about you? So I started setting up my my IKEA cases. I'll turn a little bit so maybe you can see them. Right there. Yeah, there. Finally. Yeah, I need a fourth one. So I have three. I need a fourth one. But uh, I started pulling out some of the cool villains I have in there. And uh, do you remember the the the, the Batman Superman uh, comic? Yes, the first one, right? Well, yeah. which one? Well, the, the, they had the, the not not the new one where there was which one? I forgot which one was the new one. I'll tell you right now. Uh, I'm sorry, Superman, Batman from the early 2000s. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that one. So this is my Lex Luthor. Public enemies, yes. Yes, yes. Yes. So this was the yes. last one that actually Walmart.com had that I bought. 
at uh, just regular retail price. You know, and I I've had tell it you. for a couple of years, and I finally opened it. So it has, you know, maybe three or four points of articulation. Because <laughs> it's in the suit. But it's maybe so dense, and it's so heavy. I like uh, that. That's dope. I, yeah, you know, dope I, I, I got mixed feelings on it. I, I kind of don't like it. He looks like Baymax. He looks, he, he does look like, he feels like Baymax. He does. He's just so big and bulky, but, but, but that's how they were drawn in that um public enemies arc. They're all exactly exaggeratedly. He's big. so round and globular, though. There's no sharp edges on that. Suit. No, there's not. There's not. I guess that's so Superman's punches will deflect off easier. There's there nothing to catch brilliant. on. He is brilliant. He just He's like brilliant. throws some glycerin over himself and goes bring it. Just throw some KY like- jelly and just whoa, get whoa. him off. Whoa, 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 whoa. I did not say that. Uh, you know, hey, he was slick, baby. <laughs> Listen, we still got audience we're trying to keep. Hey, there we go. Um, I think good good picks, guys. I think it's time for some news. It's time for the news. So we were talking about this before the podcast, but Netflix has lost $54.3 billion in, in, in market value in one day after reporting their subscriber loss. I'm sorry, but did you say $50 billion? $54.3 billion in market value. So I'm not sure exactly how that equates, but basically their shares plummeted uh, 35% to its lowest point since 2018 following yesterday's earnings report. Um, well, why the biggest one-day drop in Netflix's history. Well, my question, I have two questions. One, what is Netflix worth? I don't know, but Netflix, for a while, it was that thing where like they were never really in the black, but they were able to live in the red, I think. But I think subscribers, yeah. sub- subscriptions just dropped, I think, because because of the, 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 the price hike. Yeah, so they, they, so they hike up worth, our prices. As of 2020, they were worth 25 billion with a B. Okay, but they, he just said they lost 50 billion. Yeah, maybe maybe that's market valuation. Value. So if if, yeah. if if the stock drops, well, then my question would be, what's their market value value? That's good. So you can't you lose more than what you are. Buy Netflix. How much would it be worth? But they, you, they just lost thirty-five percent as far as um. And they, you know, the, this is the string of things. They also lost their Marvel content. I'm sure, that did not help. I don't think they lost their Marvel content. They, their license just ran out. They also lost seven uh, seven hundred thousand subscribers from Russia. Well, they well, and then uh, you have the international uh, stuff going on too. Um, but basically. With the price hike, people just dropped out of subscription, you know, and that's the thing about Netflix. You can come back to watch Stranger Things and when you're done, you can bounce. You don't have to keep this thing going and going up to about 15 bucks from $9 if you have a basic plan is a lot for certain households. Gas prices in LA just came down from $7 a gallon. It's like, but, but so it's like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? And if we think about it, Arizona Ice Tea managed to keep their prices at ninety nine cents for thirty. Ninety nine cents. Fucking with the price. Yeah, Arizona Ice Tea. Don't tell me we gotta adjust for inflation when Arizona is still making bank and did not change it from that ninety nine cent price point. Arizona Ice Tea is for the people. Now I will say though, I have seen some Arizona Ice Tea bottles that were, I think it was like a dollar twenty five. Hey, if you get a bottle, that's your business. If you the bottle is a dollar, the can. No, I'm I'm saying was what the logo was printed from the company. Did you get the can or the bottle? The can. Yep. I'm not talking about when the store owner clips it on there. I'm talking about. I can't say what the stores are doing. All I know is Arizona saying we put a 99 on this thing. 
in 99. I'm talking about the Arizona price. I'm not talking about the store You price. went to the Arizona factory in Boston, I've Arizona. been there. I've been to the Arizona factory. It's actually in Milwaukee, and they don't even make iced tea. They make root beer. It's so weird, man. And all of their stuff is $1.25. <laughs> <laughs> okay so in netflix news uh netflix has canceled plans to make bright two starring will smith directed by david Ayer. um of course we know that will smith slaps chris rock and there's a lot of bad publicity around that but at the same time mixed with that bad publicity and you just lost a market value of 54 billion if you're talking about cutting costs i i i, I think it might all go together yeah, but didn't Will Smith say he was retiring after the slap? He said he was dipping out for a minute. I don't think he said recalibrate. that Recalibrate. Yeah, but they don't make these movies for another year or two years to three years. Who knows when this was? Basically, he doesn't get to dip out if you sign a contract. <laughs> you don't get to go, I'm not going to shoot your movie because I'm having, I need a, a mental wellness, wellness check for two years. No, but Netflix has canceled its plans. It's plans. So that's interesting. And let's just follow this trend. We're going to just stick with this like little bad news category because it's news is news. But Ezra Miller <laughs> got arrested again in Hawaii. Hawaii the Police Department arrested Miller in a traffic stop early Tuesday morning, April 19, due to a second degree assault private residence in the district of Puna near the town of, I can't pronounce it, Pawa. Um, allegedly, he threw a chair and unfortunately hit a 26-year-old woman in the forehead. And oh she God. refused to get treatment. Um, this is the second time being arrested. And we're only bringing this up. Listen, the flash of small potatoes, a fantastic beast of small potatoes compared to what could be going on in the sky's mental health. But we do talk about movies and TV shows here. So we're going to focus on the TV shows and movies and not judge Ezra because we don't know what's going on. But basically... Oh, we know he's throwing chairs at people. He's definitely throwing <laughs> chairs at on. people. He's He's, he's definitely doing things that are not in anyone's best interest. And now we have uh, new execs at Warner Brothers because of the merger. And I just wonder, like, how can The Flash still be the, the center point of any of Warner Brothers superhero universe? Even if it's not a universe, how can you still want to make movies with this guy when all this is branding? Is you know, what's funny is I did because I had read because that happened on the the 19th and it's the 23rd i saw fantastic beast literally last night yeah um and i did think about that when i saw ezra on screen i was i thought about the drama i associated with him when i was watching the content and it's a thing you know you just can't separate the two sometimes it's hard and but with fan, what fantastic beast has gone for it is that i don't think ezra's contract made it so he had to do publicity so well, he, his, didn't, he didn't do any press for fantastic his performance beast. was still good you know? right but he didn't do any press for it so he's not the face yeah trying to get you to see it you don't realize he's in it until you go see it like that where the flash he is the marketing they yeah. have to use him to sell the movie. Right. And I wonder well, what that's going to be. They like have a years. scapegoat. Actually, they have a great thing. They could just use Michael Keaton as a linchpin. They they probably will. But if there's certain things about Michael Keaton's Batman that were supposed to be saved for the film and not used for the marketing. Well, it just changes the landscape. The whole landscape gets changed because yeah. of um, 
Well, things. the real the real complicated thing is moving forward. Obviously, the movie can come out, you know, and it's not the performance is going to be what it is. People are going to associate what they associate. There's a way to market the film without him being a public figure. It's odd, maybe, but it's fine. called the Flash. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you well, you sell the multiverse element of it more than the figurehead who's That's the what I see happening is the multiverse going to happen? And they're going to do it, and last minute rewrite. Ezra Miller is going to morph into. Yeah, the, the from the CW. Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, listen he, they don't need to rebrand Ezra in the film. They just need to open the multiverse up, right? Isn't that the whole point of the film? Of I allegedly? don't. Don't know. Like, what if? What if the point of the film is to be closer to the Flashpoint comics, which is it's a Flash story. You see different versions of other characters, but at the end of the day, it is a Flash story, and it ends as a Flash story. Could also be why. Warner Brothers is trying to go back to individual stories instead of this group dynamic where there's less variables to contend with. Yeah. You know, it's it's such a shame because finally it seemed like Warner Brothers was getting their shared universe together and we were so hyped for it and one chair just, <laughs> it just seems to derail everything. It's like the episode of the Boondocks where they were having I the was boondocks. just thinking about that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's that one phantom chair that destroys everything. <laughs> oh, my man went full on Riley Freeman and threw a chair. <laughs> oh, I just saw that. Yeah, I just saw that. I saw that clip when they linked it to what's going on with Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> man. Ezra, just keep it together for us, just for a little bit longer, brother. Just, just till they do something. Just, just well, the movie. they're already doing stuff. Like I said, we said this before in other casts where... The Flash is seen. Insiders say the Flash is pretty much done in production. It's done, and Insider says it's good. So the reason why they're pushing it back, as far as they're pushing it back, probably isn't because there's so much to finish. They're probably trying to figure out how to either rewrite it or see what's going to happen with Ezra before they put a date to this thing. I I don't know. He seems to be doubling down on what he's going to (laughs) do. Yeah. Throw that chair. Dude. And yo, I don't want to get off of Ezra, but he did that thing with the, Remember when he did that thing with the KKK recently? He put out that video. He put out a video like a couple months ago and he put like these dudes in this area, the Ku Klux Klan, on notice. Like when I see you, it's on site. And I'm like, who are you first? Who are you talking to? Second, thank you. But third, <laughs> you're not a real superhero. What's happening? And he was like, I'm coming for you. He said other crazy stuff. So I don't, I honestly don't know if he's well. Um, So all jokes aside, at the end of the day, these are just movies and cartoons. I hope he's well. Um, But yeah, so we'll see what happens with the DC Cinematic Universe. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is delayed until 2023. It uh, it was expected to arrive uh, eight months it's going to arrive eight months later than I think it was supposed to. It's going to arrive June 2nd, 2023. I think it was for, yeah, it was for like a, a December or January release. I think, yeah, I think so. I think they were doing the, 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 which the holiday. The holiday release, I think, the last yeah. time. Ah, man, I was looking eight forward to it. Eight months, man. You could have an undercooked baby in the same amount of time. Uh, but that also might, <laughs> that also <laughs> might mean that, uh, that they're just getting the, the effects right, the animation right, and get it right. Dying Light 2 sells 5 million copies in less than a month yo you, it is a great game is it a great game i haven't been playing as much as i should be playing on it but man when i get into it it's like yo it's intense parkour across the city fighting off zombies especially at night when they get active and they're coming after you you highly Dying recommend Light this one game. was great yeah should i get it for my ps5 rich yeah oh, 
Maybe I forgot maybe, to tell you guys for my PS5. Maybe Shay I got, might like it. I got Death Loop. There you go. Maybe that? she might like that. No. She just okay. wants like Super Mario Brothers. Just like I don't want to oh, think. Okay. I don't want a narrative. Okay. I just want to hit stuff. I'm well, look, at, look at party games for for um for the PlayStation Five. PlayStation party games. Will yeah. do. Last bit of news, Rich. You might like this. Uh, I'm gonna butcher this, but basically, the broken Nichiren sword from Demon Player is getting a replica. So it looks like this, and you're getting a prop series sword from Bandai. That looks pretty dope for you, Demon Slayer. Oh, Demon friend. Slayer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the um. He said Demon Player. That's yeah, a I'm Demon like, Player. What? Yeah. Hey. I'm like, what? Demon Player, Demon Slayer, the Demon Slayer sword proplica. 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 Are they making up words now? That's, That's what they dope. called it, proplica. Hey, man, Shakespeare did it. Why can't other people do it? Why not? Uh, so that's the news. That was the news. Guys, it's time to take out our ruthless aggression. It's time to put your comic book cartoons, all your knowledge, or in Chris's case, Hardcore imaginary made of facts. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. To be fair, all of these are made of facts. Everything we're discussing in this show for 50 episodes are made of facts. <laughs> That's not entirely true. I mean, Ezra did throw a chair. That's just a fact fact. That is a fact fact. That is a fact fact. Guys, let's get ready to run. We've had a lot of superhero movies, a lot of superhero TV shows. What are the three best not rose-colored glasses nostalgia what are the three best live action comic book slash superhero costumes come to life come to life all right well unrefutable iron man's costume which one all of them is it's an animation cool Wait, is this animation? Most of his is CGI. That still counts. No, hang on. Pause, though. Rewind. When Jon Favreau was directing Iron Man 1, Robert Downey Jr. was in a hard suit, and and that was it, because Favreau refused to use CGI until the CGI looked as good and then better than the actual suit. We going to fact check you. I don't think he was in a hard plastic suit that whole movie. It's probably all. some sort of metallic thing. Not no, he was—he definitely was. He was in yeah. chunks of the armor, and it wasn't until he, until Favreau was happy seeing the CGI that they started using more of the CGI. He was in a practical suit for the beginning of all that stuff. Mm. Fact check me. Fact I check will. me, bro. Not, Come at not, me. I'm Come not going to put me. everyone through this, but when Iron Man's like walking around and seamlessly, and you don't see any gaps or anything. I, I I don't know if that was a real mechanized suit. I just don't know because if it was, I mean, look then- at look at fan suits are incredible now. You telling me that their budget didn't have a better version of what the fans are making on their budgets? Not when the joint's going to fall apart after two takes because you're shooting this for 14 hours a day. Hey, man, I don't know. <laughs> we'll fact check it and see if he had a real Iron Man suit in Iron Man One. Yeah, fact check it, bro. Okay. Um, but I would say easy, easily Iron Man. His suit's incredible. And it's a live action manifestation of the suit. Um, as a matter of fact, I'd say many of the Marvel Avengers suits are like straight off the page of the comics. They're all pretty great. But Iron Man. Ben Affleck's Batman suit in the first one, I love the texture, man. It, it, the texture on his suit looks so good. Um and it felt like it was pulled from a few resources, but it didn't feel like this crazy bulky armor, mm. but it also felt like it was armor. Um, it had that big 
like Frank Miller insignia in the chest, which I loved. I just loved everything about the the athletic Batman suit, seeing it. Yeah. And number three is tough, man. I'd say my honorable mention is uh, Toby's Spider-Man suit was great, seeing that in the first Spider-Man. How do you beat that one? Yeah, it's right? Flawless. Well, yeah, I mean, it's pretty pretty perfect. But what beats it is I'm a Superman head. So Superman. Man of Steel, just say it. No, yeah. you're not going to. Are you saying Man of Steel? Yeah, it's That's a little dark. That's well, it's, it's, it's a little dark. It's a little dark, but, you know, Snyder really kind of pulled that one off. I, I wish the colors were brighter, but I, I love the texture. The colors the are actually brighter. It's just he they graded muted. the film. Yeah, but if yeah, you yeah, saw yeah. the costume in person, yeah. So then, you know, I'd like to take a baseball bat to the person who color graded his suit just a little bit. Not a whole heavy hitting. Like, I ain't trying to hit anything out of the park, like his head or anything. You're but maybe a little recalibration. You're just trying to like. Yeah, you know. <laughs> a little gentle recalibration. Um. But that suit's so nice to look at, man. The S is heroic. His S is heroic. He has a heroic S. He does. <laughs> I, I liked it. And it felt alien, but it also felt familiar. Yes. So I, I just, I thought they did a great job with that suit. I agree. I agree. Okay. I agree. Rich, what you got? Uh, you don't know what I got. But I don't. That's go. why, that's literally why he has bottom From three to one, um, I'm going to go with the Man of Steel. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I don't care what y'all say about this, but it's a dope suit. The amazing, that's why coming close, coming close. I'm coming in close. Go the on, amazing, The Amazing Spider-Man 2012. Oh, no, yeah, that's what was dope. That's who was trash. No, it wasn't. Right. You know what? How, how I got to tell you. The first yeah, one. The first one. But Andrew no, Garfield, with the yellow lenses? No, the 2012. Oh, the, the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, my bad. I thought you said Amazing Spider-Man 1. My bad. Man, listen. My listen, bad. My second one looked great. And the, okay. the te- when he's jumped off the building and you saw the wind on the back of his suit, like that yeah. opening shot is so phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and my number one is going to be, uh, oh, before I go to my number one, I'm going to go with my two honorable yeah. mentions. What? I just want to uh, guess your number one. No, no, you can guess. Hold on, give me a minute. Uh, my two honorable mentions, I'm going to say Thor from Infinity Wars. So good. Yeah. Like which one? one? Which one? He looked... Yeah, it was pretty much the darker one with the sleeve, the kind of like them chainmail sleeves. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna go with both of the Judge Dreads. Uh, it's the accurate. comic one, yeah, the comic one, yes, was accurate. The the first one with Sylvester Stallone. I am and the then, and then and then the second one was more. I don't, know how comic, I don't know how comic book accurate that was, but it was. I would say that was more realistic. Hmm. More functional. No. But my number one, guess it, Jack. What's my number one? Come on. If it ain't Deadpool, I'm leaving. Oh, well, you might as well just go then. Because I'm oh. Black Panther. <laughs> Black Panther. Oh. Black Panther. All right. That's fair yeah. enough. Yeah. All right. That's a good suit. Um, that This gentleman is Black Panther from the 60s. This is Black Panther from the content you're talking about. So get your... Okay. How are you? Wait, your, wait, you know wait, what? wait, wait. You know what? You can leave. Flag on the flag. You can leave. Flag on the flag. I'm sorry. This is Malcolm X, Black Panther. This is... Jack. This is Jack to the black what? community. To be fair... Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, wait. Let me put the break hard brakes on it. Because the father of the black power movement is Stokely Carmichael, not Malcolm X. Well, That's first, fair. Okay, I'll take that. And second... But the gesture? All, it's all Black Panther. Yeah. All right. 
I'll take that. Uh, listen, thank you for the education. Today. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bold statement to make. Yeah, I was like, we were like, wait, 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 wait. Wakanda's not real, but what Black Panther does for us <laughs> is real. <laughs> um, all right, man. Okay, I'll start off. I'll do my honorable mentions first. Um honorable mention first is Warshack from uh Watchmen. So good. Yes, yes. yes that's yes. a good suit. It's not my favorite superhero suit, but if you're talking about from the comics and finding a way to make it modern and cool looking live action. Yeah. And I and, and I'd like to piggyback off that. Zack Snyder's Watchmen is an unwatchable movie with some of the best I like it. costumes <laughs> ever brought to screen. Zack Snyder visual storytelling and Watchmen is incredible. Arguably, that's one of those things where the costumes look better than the source material. Oh like Owlman versus what he looked like in the comics. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's just way stronger in my opinion. So that's my first honorable mention. My second one is actually uh, Ben Affleck's Batman. I love the suit. I think the suit's perfect. It's just, it's so bulky. Snyder just wants so much muscle. And he wanted to look like um, Dark Knight Returns a bit, but I felt like certain shots, it was just so so puffy um yeah. but it's a dope suit dope suit so my first one is my is deadpool i think that's an amazing suit i think uh it it, it looks practical but it's exactly like the comics you can't go wrong with yeah. that suit just enough pouches just, enough, just pouches. enough pouches to make me happy my second one and this might make uh jack mad is i think the batman is one of the best superhero costumes. You're talking about the new one? New one. I'm sorry, you're talking about the new Batman costume. The new Batman. Is in your top three best live action costumes ever put on screen? Yes. The one with Robert Patterson? Yes. That just came out? Yes. (laughs) All right, it's your list, man. I think what they managed to do with that suit is completely new, yet the elements make it feel like the comic, even though the comic looks nothing like the suit. And the suit is so practical and real. Going back and looking at Bale's The Dark Knight suit, it looks comical. It looks like cosplay. Well, I, I, I give you, it's definitely something we've never seen before. Yeah, Jack, you can hate all you want on this suit, Fantastic Beast. I'm saying that <laughs> it's a dope suit. It's a dope suit. And when I look at it, I'm like, Batman would probably look more like that. Hey, listen, I absolutely agree. And the moment where he pulled the zip cord and his whole thing turned into a squirrel suit, absolutely. Which Batman was real. Yeah. It was so real questionable. But Jack, yeah, you are suspect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You made a real thing. You wanted to hang light off his cape like he can do well, that for real. If that's your number two, I can't wait. That's to hear my number, number two, Jack. And my number one is the Man of Steel. Man of Steel, I think, is like the best superhero costume that ever graced a live action stage. It's it, yeah, it could be improved upon. It could have a better color gradation. And no. they could put the S on the no. back. They could put the S they on the back. They could put the S on the back. I don't mind the darker colors, man. I don't need this guy going around looking like Ronald McDonald. Listen, I didn't say that. <laughs> Well, I didn't say that, but you can put a little color on there. I mean, the, the red. Crimson red is crimson red, and royal blue is. Red. No, he he does not need to be. It could be. No, I disagree. Navy blue and crimson red. Which hey, man, I'll did. take it. But that's what they did. They just color graded it. A lighter shade of black. I don't need that. Chris, what do you so, got, man? This is tough because uh, 
we got a lot of good, a lot of good suits. And what what do we classify as best, right? We classify as best as the most comic accurate, the one that you like the best. But yeah. I well, think clearly with Lawrence liking the Batman, is what you like the best. Captain America's suit is a great adaption. I'm not excited about it. But what? It's not the best to me. It's like, yeah, that was faithful. Captain America's suit is a good example because if you watch, because recently I had family over and watched superhero movies when everyone's over, and I watched one of the first Captain America appearances, and the suit is whack. It's comic accurate but the suit just looks like spandex garbage right but um but anyway but back to my list no in no particular order top three i have spider-man from the sam raimi spider-man it's a first time that we went from spandex to a kind of a texture on the live screen that just worked right Mm -hmm. so it was faithful right right so that 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 one i think we all agree on that one is 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 up there um next i like the suit from the dark knight i like it a lot i think it has motorcycle suit Uh, i i like that after after when he got rid of the cowl that could when he couldn't turn his head like like that when he when they had the place they explained it i liked it and then number three is i gotta go i agree with you guys man of steel that suit is is fire but I think we, we should give an honorable mention to Christopher Reeve's suit because that's a comic accurate suit. That's what I mean. Was that the first comic accurate suit that was taken seriously that we saw on the big screen? Taken uh, seriously on the, the big, big screen. screen? Yeah. Big screen, big screen. Yes, a uh, silver uh, TV screen. George Reeves was comic accurate. It's right, right. Movies, film screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So I think that suit deserves, you know, is, is it the best suit? No, but it's a historic suit. And I think that right. deserves an honorable mention. So, Absolutely. but there's so many. I mean, I, I, it's one, it's one of the few debates where I can't argue with anyone's list. I mean, the Deadpool suit is fire. The yeah, Black Panther suit, fire. I mean, Black Fist. I mean, what can I say? <laughs> All these suits. So, yeah. Maybe the Batman. Batman. No, the Batman. This suit is dope, man. That, that suit is dope, Jack. Like we- I agree. No, hang. Whoa, hang on. Let me. So what do you say? Like for I me, hundred percent agree. A suit best is dope. suit is not necessarily the most faithful comic adaption. If that's the I, case, we want I agree with that too. Underwear. It's like it's like what invokes and here's yeah. what I'm saying. I agree with everything about all of that except for it being the top three best suits ever put on screen. <laughs> Well, well, your first one's mostly animation. <laughs> so, I mean, what are we doing here? Actually, my, my actually, number one, actually that Iron Man, Man was real accurate. Man. 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 Actually, I did, I did a fact check, and he did wear the suit for most of it because of they, they had a limited budget for Iron Man 1. Booyah, mic drop. Thank you for fact checking me, Rich. And it was metal. Was it and metal? It was metal. It was metal. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's get to the reason why we're here. It's time, time for, for the, the main, main event. event. We decided to jump into Pacific Rim Black. And Chris, you want to know why we did that? Why? Why did we do that? We can always bet on black. Woo! <laughs> we wrong about that. 157, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> That's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Jack is going to give us a nice recap of season one, and we'll jump into the first two episodes of season two. All right. This is a spoiler-heavy recap of the Netflix Pacific Rim The Black, uh, Japanese-American anime content that dropped in March of 2021. Recap of season one. Here we go. We're set in Australia, where the kaijus have taken over the continent. We're following two siblings, Taylor and Haley, whose mom and dad have left on arguably a suicide mission to save Australian from uh, Australia from a monster invasion of the kaijus. They go missing. Jump cut. Years have passed. We're still following Haley and 
Taylor, um, and they're going through all this angst and pains. Their parents are gone. We're waiting for mom and dad to show up. Shit hits the fan. Probably say something else. The fan is hit by a, a wad of feces. There you go. And they have a fight, and Haley splits. She ends up falling into a cave and discovering the Atlas Destroyer Jaeger suit. Um, she gets her brother. The two jump into the suit, into the Atlas suit, and they venture out to find their missing parents. Along the way, they discover a child who's in a test tube. They call him Boy, because I guess they don't know his name. The kid doesn't tell them the name, and he's a boy. So they call the kid Boy. Uh, they also meet a girl named May, who's working with a guy named Shane, who's May's father. They're kind of a rebel faction out to kill the kaijus, protect Australia, uh, stuff like that. Um, a big fight happens, and they run into what's called a biomech. It's kind of a hybrid of a kaiju and a Jaeger. So right off the bat, we're introduced to, yes, it's the Pacific Rim world, but we are really expanding it. We're not just dealing with monsters and people in mech suits. We're dealing with all these kind of hybrid cross-pollination things at this point. We're dealing with people who are pro uh, kaijus and monsters that worship them almost religiously. We're dealing with people that are experimenting on blending the the things. Another big battle happens and boy transforms into a kaiju. So we're kind of looking at the, the content's interesting. It's Pacific Rim, but we're also looking at, oh man, there's so many kind of calls out to other other content and the way the content's depicted with the kid transforming Hulkish. What was the other series that was very similar? Anyways, yeah. And that's where season one ends. Season one ends with Boy turning into a kaiju. Taylor, Haley, and May are sitting there going, what the F just happened? Um, Boy turned into a kaiju to protect Haley from being killed by a kaiju. And that's where season one ends. And it's where we pick up season one, episode one, uh, season two, episode one. Yeah. And then right at the tail end of that season, you see um, those sisters, those nuns kind of like creep in and like you see that they're they're looking at boy and almost like waiting. And we don't know what that is. So we come into episode one and then we got boy. Well, Kaiju boy. We'll call him Kaiju boy in his Kaiju form. He is trapped hey, under K-boy. He's trapped on the rubble. And then um, Haley is like getting close to him. Like she's trying to like that incredible Hulk thing with Black Widow. Like I want you to come out. And her brother is like, you are crazy. Get away from him. He'll kill you. May is like, y'all are both tripping. I don't want nothing to do with any of y'all anyway. And he's trying to convince Haley to leave. And she's like, no, boy stayed here to protect us. He's still in there. And she manages to get through to him. He transforms. Then they hear the rumblings everywhere. May is like, I'm out of here. I'm done with you guys. Rumblings everywhere. Boy takes off. He takes off. And this dude becomes freaking like Kaiju Hunter. He's just right. killing. But his bare hands. He's just like punching him through the chest. and But almost like like he smells it, you know. And he has a scar over his eye. And his eyes this color. Like he's, he's changed. He's kind of half boy, half Kaiju at this point. Like, but savage. Like yeah, Apex savage. Predator. Yeah. Um, so he's going after them. And then, you know, Haley's like, we got to go after him. And her brother's like, no, this is crazy. We need, we need to protect ourselves. He's all about protecting her and getting out of there. And she's all about protecting Boy. Boy bumps into those sisters who are like there. And he kills one of their little kaiju dogs. And they throw a freaking tick on his chest, burrows in his chest. They find him. They're like, we got to get this tick out. Let's get May. She can help. They bring him to May. May's like, there's no way I can get this tick off his chest. Except with this Glock, shoots the tick off the dude's chest. And they're like, yeah. 
yeah, it looks like the incisions are pretty deep. There's no one we can. There's no way we can help him, but there is one person who might be able to take him to. And then, but he's crazy. But he's crazy. And then the dude is like, "May, please pilot this the Jaeger with me." Haley's too emotional. You know, they they link up in their minds to do so. It's very important that they're steady. So she she begrudgingly agrees to do so. We go to Shane who is pissed off because he lost his Jaeger and he's threatening people. I want my Jaeger back. He's that kind of guy. And then we follow them as they get to the crazy guy who can help possibly boy. But this guy like literally has a um, kaiju farm. Yeah, ant farms. It's a kaiju farm, a den of kaiju. And they're like, we got to go in there. It's in the center. Like, no way. Episode two, they go in. The crazy guy is like, you just got to love the kaiju, baby. You just got to feed him and love him. Flash forward, we know he don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> they're like, I don't think they listen to this guy. I mean, he wasn't able to feed them and they're getting angry and there is an elixir they can give the boy, boy, but it could kill him. But hey, he might die either way. And then they, they're freaking back in the Jaeger. They're going and they're like, this is crazy. What are we going to do? And they see just like all these other Jaegers just like in the mountains, just like basically dead Jaegers. I imagine the pilots of those things are food by now. And we end episode two with that. This series is dope. Yeah, this series is dope. I can't go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, go ahead, Jack. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I don't know how I missed it. The f- when season one came out, like I the the anime, the way it's drawn, it's gorgeous to look at. The acting is pretty good. The world and the story, I think, is better than the second Pacific Rim movie, and it really kind of expands the mythos, the characters, and what's happening in the world. Um, it's fun. They have call outs to the music of the television uh, of the. They have call outs to the music of the film versions which are really nice to hear um i'm digging the content to tell you the truth i can't wait to go binge the rest of the series and probably go back and watch season one me too let me ask you a question monsters Mm -hmm. giant robots Mm -hmm. post-apocalyptic world Mm -hmm. why wasn't pacific rim more popular it's 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 (laughs) everything we want like i don't don't understand like why well and argue to that it was pretty popular the first one was yeah, right. it was wildly popular. It's it Godzilla. Good? Yeah, it was Godzilla meets uh, Transformers. Right. No, I you saw know? it in theaters. I know I saw it in theaters, but I, I feel like Pacific Rim should be more ingrained into especially our nerd culture. And I feel like it's not. It just lies on the outline. When it's, it, it's so dope. I think it's so cool. Dude. Pacific Rim came out in 2013. And honestly, I think if you were in a Marvel film, you did well and we liked it, but the the the, the 2013, 2010s were owned by Marvel yeah. and had some great movies that came out around them, but nothing became part of the ether. Yeah, but the sequel was not a great movie. And in, that's in the, the, the hard thing when you're trying to set a franchise together that's a tentpole franchise big major blockbuster franchise that has a humongous price tag next to these films visual effects cast locations all these things it's a humongous price tag movie um when you have a sequel that underperforms it's hard to get the third one out you know it's not like fast and the furious fast and the furious second movie was it's not very good but yeah. it was a cheaper film to make so it was easy to put a third one out and then Tokyo the Drift do something different or loyal, <laughs> loyal <laughs> yeah but were they at that the family Rich that's what it is well it wasn't now supposed to be wasn't supposed to be a franchise but Pacific Rim you you made that movie for it to go on forever yeah, yeah but look at what happened to um uh The Last Airbender 
Avatar. That movie was meant to be a franchise, which is why there's no ending to the first film. Yeah. There ain't no franchise. Golden Compass. Golden Compass is a good film. Go watch the Golden Compass film. That film is good. And there's no sequel? How did that movie not get a sequel? It's crazy. That movie's phenomenal. So good. But I think you're right. Sometimes it's hard to compete with this other stuff that's really stealing the attention. Doesn't matter whether the film's good. But Pacific Rim got a sequel, and the sequel underperformed. It wasn't a terrible film, but it wasn't as exciting as the first one was. As it needed to be with all those other movies coming up. But this yeah. content, look at what they're doing with the world. That's what I love about this content, though. They've expanded the world, and they're introducing all these other factions and realities to the world that are really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I it's- wouldn't mind seeing this live action. Right. Yeah. I, I, but I love the episodic approach, man. I really love when Netflix animes are like hit or miss for me. Netflix produced or acquired animes, uh, you know, uh, Ultraman. It's 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 action packed, but it doesn't have the heart. But when I see this, when I see Arcane, I'm like, this is the Netflix anime world that I love. And this one, I I enjoyed that the stakes were personal and emotional. It wasn't just fighting monsters or big robots. And it has that, and it will have that. But it's like it's about this brother and sister looking for their parents essentially and then and that was my issue last week when we were talking about akira is like the heart of it isn't at the forefront and even here it's like i want to protect this kid because he protected me no this kid's a monster he's not a monster who's a monster what's a monster can kaiju have souls then we get to meet the, the the crazy guy and he's like no i was able to domesticate these because I, I treat them like they're human so and they do really have souls so, you really believe it right up yeah I mean, up until like <laughs> it's like oh so you just you're gonna eat you're gonna eat him. <laughs> you're gonna eat him. Um Rich Rich man, you're our you're our anime head. What do you what do you think about this? Um I didn't like it. I'm oh, really oh, come oh. On, Rich. come on, Rich. I was not I was I wasn't a fan of the first one. I'm I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Like I I was confused and then when you got to the second season and like cause the world that was set for me was they knew where these kaijus were coming from. They knew they were coming from the rift. They had a monitor of the rift. They knew exactly what monster, which is also weird. Let's be keeping it above. How do you know what monsters coming out of that thing? And you barely know anything about it. But anyway, that's that's a whole nother thing. But um, yeah, now you got this whole world where now there's there's kaijus all over the place to, and they're located in this one place. I didn't like. It. I just didn't like it. I was like, it it, it 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 for me, it was just going through the paces of um of animes. Uh <sighs> Like I again, I didn't like the first one. I did was you just, not, I, I watched it just to watch it. Did you not like it because of how they handled the world of the films? Like, if you never watched the films and just jumped into this, would you be able to accept this, or you would still feel like it's kind of just phoning it in? I would. I'd feel like they're still trying to phone it in. I mean, there there are better animes out there to watch if you wanted to watch something mech based fighting monsters. Mm. Wow, Rich. I mean, when the anime guy says it sucks, I'm kind of like, it sucks then. <laughs> I'm not saying it sucks. Even, like, even I mean, though I like it, it sucks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, you're, if, if you just want something to watch and you, like, if you want to start some, watching animes, I guess, like, you can start with this. But Okay, but the visuals are pretty good. The visuals are, right, yeah. And I the acting is pretty good. You got that CG joint. And they kept talking about the boy, like, leave the boy alone. They should have killed that boy a long time ago. (laughs) Damn, Rich. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say I agree with Rich. The only reason he didn't kill the boy or May didn't kill the boy is because she just talked them out of it. And it's like, 
I get that, but I also don't. It can be kind of like cheap when a character can just, with their heart, talk multiple people out of doing. One person, the brother, but May, I don't know why May didn't just put a bullet in his head. May was a killer. Like, May should have just, yeah, just, just popped him right there. Like, all right, well, let's get him out of the way. Yeah. Well, but relationships are more complicated than that, which is also why we have the scene where they're drifting and having the private conversation in public and they're dealing with that. And, she, and he even calls her out. He goes, it's not any easier for you to tell her no than it is for me to tell her no. And that happens when you're in a relationship with people you love and care about. You but love May care doesn't about love them, though. I mean, maybe I forgot Clearly season she's... two, but May doesn't, May didn't like them like that. Well, May, May was ready to walk out of them. Yeah. Well, she was trying to, but maybe they bonded a little bit since that, uh, who they take out the silverhead, the razorhead, the uh, oh, uh, copperhead, copperhead. So after the copperhead battle, where everyone was, their safety was compromised. That can be a bonding thing for person. Hey, look, I'm extrapolating here. I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I like, listen, I still like the content. Um, I'm interested like in, you think there's better content that's in line with this. I'm, I would love to hear that, check that out. But for what it is, I, I actually really enjoyed the first Pacific Rim movie. That was great. Uh, I thought, and I thought it was so smart. Like I didn't, um, I didn't see that one. I mean, you didn't see the original? Did you see the first one? There was a lot of movies out in 2013. Oh, I didn't think that. Lawrence. Kidding me? You guys, you know, Pacific, Pacific Rim is not a game changer, guys. It's not freaking the Dark Knight. It's not <laughs> Iron Man. You missed I'm Iron. sorry. I'm sorry, but Chris, Chris said it more eloquently than anyone's going to. It had robots. It got monsters. It's post-apocalyptic. It is everything Dude. that wants to be checked which is, off which is crazy because i'm a power ranger head and i still wasn't like attracted to it right off the gate man that's wild i know you not and I, i'm sorry but blake's dad's in it how'd you not support that film ron perlman's in a lot of stuff jack he's in a lot of stuff first <laughs> venom now this i can't i know i know, I know. My ear, and you're my blood I'm, not, wait, I'm a disgrace to your bloodline. Well, that blood is thinning quickly. Oh, Yo, like I, like Pacific Rim, real talk. Let's keep it 100. It's a mediocre film with a mediocre metaphor. You can't even say that. You didn't even see it. No, listen, the people have spoken. This movie. No, let's keep it real. Years. You can't judge you know, a thing you got no context for. I can. That's why you decide what you want to spend your money on. You read reviews. No, no, no. You can't you talk about a thing you got no context for. Jack, we're reviewing a whole show and none of us saw season one except rich what the heck are you talking about <laughs> yeah that's true like what are you talking about Wait, how you how you know i didn't see season one that's true you don't know he saw season one or not yeah 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 how you know i didn't see season one i just told you it was all up our alley Ro- monsters robots post-apocalyptic what makes you think i didn't see season one a little presumptuous there saint victor so ask me if i saw season one did you see season one no <laughs> 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 I know my cousin, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So that being said, uh, Rich, you're the only one here who saw season one and you don't like it. No. (laughs) Maybe you should have seen season one. (laughs) Maybe maybe that's your problem, Rich, is that you saw season one. That's your fault, Rich. Yeah. Yeah, I got to tell you, when I binge watched 24, I was missing season one. So I started with season two and it is incredibly, it is infallibly better than season one. Season two is great of 24. I do. I don't recommend anyone here watching the second seasons or part twos of things without seeing the part one, if you can. 
Yes, yeah. yeah. and you know what? I'm listening to you because I got the uh, part two of um, what was the zombie game? PS4. Uh, no, not Dying no, Light. the Last of Us. The Last of Us. Yes. I got part two, and he was like, "Don't play it until you play part one." I'm, and that no, was like don't play it until you play part one. It's just sitting on my hard drive, and I'm like, I haven't played this shit. Yet. Just play it, man. What's the or, difference? Or, or, a or good just, sequel is going to give you context for the sequel. No, dude. Like, who wants to see the second movie without I'm knowing the saying, world of the first one? I'm not Rich. saying it won't be richer without with without the content. Of course, it's going to be a better experience. But you're still going to have an experience if they've done it right. Yeah, I'm sure Back to the Future 2 is great without seeing part one. Here's, here's my question. Right. Does Sage need... Uh, sorry. Does Shay need to watch the other two Spider-Man movies in order to enjoy this one? No, because she saw the Andrew Garfield and um, Tobey Maguire ones. And those are the only ones that really matter for this movie. Um, that, I don't, but that's for this movie, so all you need to know is Mysterio framed Peter and told his secret identity. Outside of that, nothing is relevant from the other two movies. We're talking about The Last of Us. It's literally like you're watching freaking... I can watch Return of the Jedi without watching Empire Strikes Back. That's fine. I was like, you can. <laughs> you can if you want to. Okay, that might be fair. You can watch Avengers Endgame and not watch Infinity War. Like, who cares about the order of things? I mean, you can if you want to. It's an experience. Uh, okay, that, that might be fair. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So Rich, just watch like a freaking YouTube. You know, oh, they recap. Put, you know, they put movies of all the cuts. Yeah, I've, I've been watching people play it. Like I watch people like actually play through the game. So yeah, or you, or you watch the cutscenes. You know, yeah. So yeah. Play, you can play it now. He's watch- just saying he wants you to have context. So when they kill, what's his face off? You feel it, right? Yeah, we'll see. Or you'll hate it, and you should have did what we did with Pacific Rim, which is just watch. Season two. Season two. The first season. Season one. Okay. Wow. So the takeaways of this conversation are Lawrence has not seen Pacific Rim, the movie. Right. He hasn't seen Venom. I have seen Venom, unfortunately. After. after. Yeah. And it didn't like, I wasn't like, oh man, how did I miss this one? (laughs) How did I miss this one? Venom is pretty, pretty, pretty good. Actually, I would say if I saw Venom 2 without seeing Venom 1, I would have enjoyed it more because I wouldn't have realized it was the same exact movie as the first one. (laughs) (laughs) I would have been like, oh, man, this is so fun. And then not realize they just did the same exact thing. Chris, do you have any recommendations? Actually, yes, I do have some recommendations. Let me go into my notes on my phone. See what I got. So only four today. So these are good movies that I felt didn't get enough recognition that would be awesome as a series. Mm-hmm. Number one is The Accountant with Ben Affleck. It was pretty much a superhero movie. So I could see a live action series that shows him just going out and going on missions and killing people. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie Ex Machina. Uh, the girl's a robot, which was dope. It didn't get enough recognition, but the movie was fire. I think that would be good. That would be good as a series to see her navigate the real world as uh, she's a robot, but no one knows she's kind of a robot. It would be dope. Mm-hmm. Well, they kind of have a series called, uh, what is it? Humans? There's a series pretty much like that. What, uh, Westworld? No. <laughs> no, they're in a place. No, it's the it's the series where there's the four android siblings who are out in the real world. No one knows they're android kind of humans. It's called Human? I don't know. Is People? it on sci-fi? No, nah, man. It's a network. All right. Continue with your list. I'll if, find if you're hitting me with TBS shows or TNT shows, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> the, girl, the, the girl who was the lead in uh, Eternals is the lead in this TV show. Huh. Is it the people? Or like, I don't know, something like that. Or humans? I don't know. 
Why are you hating on TNT though? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched. I haven't watched the Superstation. He said, "You give me some TNT." <laughs> humans. It's called humans. All right. So it, it works. It would work. The, th- the 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 theory would work, right? Yeah. Okay. Cowboys and aliens. The 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 movie itself was all right. It was it was all right. But I think a series of it would be pretty pretty dope. I think it'll be a fun. It'll be a fun time. Cowboys. And Actually, I agree with that. I think a a TV show would probably be better. Probably well, close to the comics too. It gives us what we want. It gives us cowboys and aliens. I mean, it, it'll deliver what it promises, right? Hey man, well, man in black in the wild wild west. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. And the last one I have today is District Nine. A District oh. Nine series, live action series, would, would be fire. Remind me, District Nine. District Nine is. uh kidding? District Nine was. I have a Jack. I have a life. District Nine was phenomenal, though. I don't just watch movies all the time. (laughs) So it's uh, aliens are uh, land. They're treated like refugees. They're treated like 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 terribly. They're put in uh, uh, containment. Mm -hmm. They land in Africa. Everyone's Mm -hmm. expecting to land in America or Europe or something. They land in Johannesburg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it, it was a kind of found footagey. Was that the one? Or am I thinking of another one? It You're kind of looked of like another one. Yeah, but yeah, but it was dope though. And the guy ends up his hand. He, he does something and yeah, yeah, he ends up turning into one of them. He ends up yeah. being sprayed in the face of like black material that alters the DNA. He ends up turning turning into the aliens. Yep. Anyone listening to this podcast who have who has not seen District Nine or is confused as to what District Nine is. You might as well say you haven't seen it. Go watch that movie. It's probably the best thing. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. And while you're at it, watch uh, uh, Chappie. And, um, oh, that's another one. Was Elysium. What did you say? What was the last one? I think Elysium. the last one was Elys- Elysium, yeah. Elysium. Elysium. Those were pretty similar, yeah. Oh, yeah. Elysium was, was dope so with, uh, with, uh, with Matt Damon. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my list. Nice. Good job. Great talk, guys. <laughs> Uh, you can catch us on Instagram and social media. Three brothers and a shot of milk We're on Instagram, Facebook. We're everywhere, dropping stuff all day, every day. Uh, hey man, leave a review. Uh, give us likes, tell a friend, download, subscribe, all that jazz. It helps with the algorithm. We'll be back, same bat time, same bat channel. Make sure you listen to our next episode because we're gonna give you the answer that will win the prize in our 50th episode. So make sure you listen because that's where you're going to get the answer in the next episode. All right. We'll be back. Same bad time, same bad channel. Peace. Rich put up a piece deuces, peace sign for those who couldn't see it. See, which is everyone <laughs> listening. <laughs>